It's a short book. It's a long time. I would that you would read the whole thing because I believe that there's a word that speaks to us now. Still in our series, but I want today to read, start with chapter one. <clears throat> and these words define the burden which Rebecca, the, the prophet, did see. O oh Lord, how long shall I cry and thou wilt not hear? Even cry out unto thee of violence, and thou wilt not save. Why dost thou show me iniquity and cause me to behold grievance? For spoiling and violence are, are come before me, and there are and there are that raise up strife and contention. Therefore the law is slacked and judgment does never go forth. For the wicked that compass about the righteous. Therefore wrong judgment proceedeth. Amen. Just for a few moments, I, I, wanna, I want to just put in plain terms what Habakkuk is actually going to the Lord with. This is what Habakkuk is actually asking. God, what's going on? That's really what his question is. God, what's, what's going on? We're still in our series you find that Habakkuk is just another prophet who's living during that time and who's living during that time when the people of God have lost their minds. And uh, as a prophet, he is doing what he could. He's trying to tell the people about God and his laws, but at the same time, he notices that it looks like God is not doing anything about it. We see this prophet prophesying before the fall of Judea. We, 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 we could move on, but I, I believe that, that as many prophets as we can hear from, as many of them we can hear from, I, I believe that if we listen to what they had to say during that time, it will help us to live and make right decisions during this time. The prophet Habakkuk was a free-thinking prophet. He's referred to as one of the minor prophets, but the truth of the matter is he was minor not because what he had to say was not important. It was just that he didn't have as much to say. But what he said had weight on it. He was one of the prophets, and, and he, he was a free-thinking prophet who was afraid, and he, he, he was afraid of God. He had the fear of God, but he was not afraid to wrestle with issues that tested his faith. He had a fear of God, but he didn't mind going to God talking, real talk to God. 
See, many, many of us, many, many people, we, 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 when it comes to talking to God, we, 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 we really don't speak our true selves. We, we go to God and we try to sound holy. We go to God and, and, and we, we want to ask God holy sounding questions and and, and, and somehow it's almost like we are afraid of offending God by asking him what we really want to know. Are y'all hearing me? Some folk would even tell you, some folk will even tell you, we've been taught all our lives, well, honey, don't, don't question God. Don't, don't, don't do that. Don't question God. Don't you know that God can handle any question that you got for him? Don't you know that God is big enough that no matter what it is you got on your mind, you don't have to hide it from God. Matter of fact, he knows anyway. Why not go ahead and talk to God about it? But this prophet, this prophet Rebekah is one who we can learn a lesson from as we see him dealing with issues that, that many of us are dealing with right now. I want you to listen to his basic complaint. Listen to his basic complaint, and I'll read it from the English Standard Version so that you can see it more clearly. Listen to his basic complaint. Oh, Lord, how long shall I cry for help and you will not hear? Or cry to you violence and you will not save? God, why do you make me see iniquity and why do you idly look at wrong and do nothing? Destruction and violence are before me. Strife and contention are rising all around me. So God, tell me this. Is the law paralyzed? And justice never goes forth? For the wicked surround the righteous and justice goes unprevented. Justice goes prevented. Can, can anybody, can anybody in this house, Habakkuk is complaining, God, I keep praying. And it seems like the more I pray, the more you turn your ear. God, don't you see what's going on in the world? Can't you see evil seem like it's about to triumph? Can't you see God? Can't you see what's going on in the presidential race? God, can't you see? Can't you see these hate groups coming back to God? Can't you see all of that? Can, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it just looks like when, when you look at this stuff, God, I know you say you see everything. You know everything. Why in the world is this going on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is the law paralyzed? Have we come to a point, God, where you, you will do absolutely nothing about all that's going on in the world right now? Habakkuk has come to a point of complete disappointment. He, he, he's asking questions. Lord, what's going on? I'm, I'm praying. I'm praying. But you're not doing anything. Anybody feel that? I'm praying, but you're not doing anything. I keep talking about the craziness that's going on in the country right now. And somehow, God, it looks like you're just letting it go. Well, well. Read on down, you hear Becca says, why, why, 
Why do you even let me see all this stuff? Why do you even let me see this stuff if you're not going to do anything? Why do you let me behold evil? Why do you allow me to see evil all around me if you're not going to do anything about it? I'm watching your world being destroyed before my eyes. Every day, somebody's being murdered in the streets. I'm watching your world being destroyed before my very eyes. Yeah, we have messed up the, 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 the ecological system to the point that you don't know winter from summer. It, yeah, we are. I'm watching your world being destroyed right before my eyes. So God, what's up? What's up? Is, is the law paralyzed? Is justice a thing of the past? Looks to me like the wicked are winning over the righteous. And then here's the question, verse 2. God, how long are you going to put up with this? God, how long? How long is it going to be this way? You see, my brothers and sisters, the truth is, here is a prophet. Here is a witness for the Lord. And my brothers and sisters, all of us run the risk of looking stupid. We are denying ourselves and, and, and we are telling this stuff. And we're telling the world that there is a God who sits high and looks low. And, 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 and while we're doing all that talk, it seems like there's absolutely no punishment for the folk we're talking to. Seems like we're telling them and we're warning them and we're talking about this God that sits high and he's letting all this stuff go and nobody just sort of makes you feel a little silly. Trying to do the right thing. Trying to do the right thing while it seems that others are being rewarded for doing the wrong thing. Lord, I want to, Habakkuk is saying, Lord, all, all I want to know is why. And how long are you going to put up with it? Let me share with you. Let me share with you, brothers and sisters. Don't, don't, don't ask God questions if you're not prepared for the answer. Don't, 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 don't. What's that movie where the man says you can't handle the truth? Don't, don't ask God questions if you're not prepared for God's answer. Sometimes, sometimes we, 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 we think we want to know. We, we, we in, our, in the midst of our emotions, we ask God questions, and the truth of the matter is, we, we, really, we really don't want to know the answer to that. A lot of times in death, in, in death, people will ask, and they, they say, Pastor, I just feel like I could feel better if I just knew why. If I just knew why. If I, in, in my answer them oft times is you know what right now you think you want to know why but the truth of the matter is even if you knew you wouldn't feel any better right now <laughs> even if you knew why it wouldn't make you feel, feel any better about what's going on sometimes we think we want we want we want answers and sometimes our answers sometimes make us feel worse chapter 1 5 and 6 God says to him Look at it, five and six, he says, oh, don't think I don't see it. Don't think I don't see it. And don't, don't think for one minute that I don't have a plan. 
think I don't, I'm not aware of what's happening in the world. Don't think that I'm not aware of the evil that's going on around you. Don't think for one minute that I don't know and don't think for one minute that I don't have a plan how to deal with it. As a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, even if I give you an answer, Rebecca, even if I give you an answer, it's right there in the book of strange. Even when I give you an answer, you're not going to believe it. Look at his answer. Look at his answer. Now we see how this ties into our series. See, I see the wickedness of my people. I see that they're turning uh, into idol gods. I see that they are beginning to worship the gods of, uh, uh, of the people around us. But, but right now, I am preparing the Babylonians to come in and chastise my people. Right now, I hear what you're saying. I hear your complaint. But right now, I want you to know that I am preparing the Chaldeans to come and chastise my people. And they are going to come and they are going to carry them away into captivity. You see how it ties into everything else we're talking about. Right now, right now, you, you're worrying about me letting evil go in the same. He said, I want you to know that I got a master plan. I've got a plan, and right now, I am preparing your enemies, the Chaldeans, to come in and take my people into captivity. If I tell you, you won't believe it. And look at chapter 1, verse 12. He said, you're right, I don't believe that. Rebecca couldn't believe it. Rebecca, Rebecca has a problem now. Rebecca, he's gotten in uh, he, he, yeah, yeah, yeah. God answered. You ever felt worse? After you got your prayer answered, you ever felt worse? Lord, listen to his complaint. He said, Lord, wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. We are your chosen people. We're talking about the people that you have promised to love from now on. We are your chosen people. We are the people of your covenant. And are you telling me that you're going to use unrighteous people to correct righteous folk? Are y'all hearing this? I know this is hard. It's tight, but it's right. You mean to tell me, God, that you are going to use unrighteous folk to correct the people of your own covenant? God, how can you use unrighteous folk? And straighten out righteous folk. Are y'all hearing me? My daddy used to say this. Now, I didn't understand at the time what he meant. My daddy used to say, God can use a crooked stick to draw a straight line. <laughs> this is what God is doing. He's using unrighteous to straighten out righteous. He says, God, the Chaldeans are worse off than we are. Chaldeans are more sinful than we are. They are idol worships. They're idol worshipers, and, 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 and they don't even profess to know who you are. And you're going to use them to straighten us out? How we use them to straighten your own people out? How will you use unbelievers to straighten out believers? God says, yes, they are corrupt. They don't walk in my way. They have not chosen me as their God. And yes, yes, they too 
you got to understand at some point have to face my punishment. But listen to what God has to say to his people. Yes, they're everything you say. They're as corrupt as you say. They're as mean as you say. But the truth is, right now, my people who are called by my name ain't really acting a whole lot better than they're acting. Are y'all hearing this? The truth is, right now, the people who are called by my name are really acting like unbelievers. You see, the fact, my brothers and sisters, the fact that you're called by his name does not exempt you from chastisement. i say that one more time. I say the fact that you are called by his name does not exempt you from being chastised. As a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, the truth of the matter is that because you belong to him. Are y'all hearing me? Because you are called by his name, you must be. You've got to face chastisement. Where would we be if we could just do anything? And that was never any concept. We must face God's chastisement. Rebecca received his answer. And, and, and while it wasn't the answer that Rebecca was looking for, he asked God a question and he's disappointed in the answer that God gives him. But this is really the pivot point of the book. He's asked a question God has answered his question, and it ain't the answer that he wanted. But listen to Habakkuk. He says, you know, I ain't, I ain't getting this, but look at chapter 3. He, he says, I, I will, chapter 2, he says, I will go back to my tower. I'll go back to my place of service. Since I, I've asked you, you told me. I don't understand it, but I'll go back to my tower. And the tower is that place. Every city wall had a tower on it where the watchman would watch and see what was going on. The watchman would always get in the tower and he would watch the city. Now, mind you, he was just watching, couldn't do nothing about nothing, but he did see. He could see the enemies coming. He could see and warn people. There was nothing he could do but watch and Warn the people, says, I'll climb back up in the watchtower and I'll see how all of this is going to turn out. Sometimes, my brothers and my sisters, you've got to keep serving and trusting God even when you don't understand. Sometimes, my brothers and sisters, even when his answers don't make sense, you can't sit down and throw up your hands and quit. Go back to your station. Go back to your place of service and just wait on, are y'all hearing me? Go back. It doesn't make sense, but go back and wait on the Lord. Yeah, one thing that he is learning right here, chapter 2 and verse 4, he says, the one thing that I do know, that the righteous shall live by faith. Y'all hear me? I don't know what's going on. I don't understand much about what you're talking about, but, but yeah, my faith looks up to thee. I live by faith. But here, 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 here is, is where I want to get to. And here's where we start toward the close. Chapter 2. I want you to notice Habakkuk is in the watchtower. He's in his tower. Chapter 2 and verse 20 says, the Lord is in his holy temple. <laughs> Y'all hearing this? Habakkuk is in his tower. The Lord 
is in his holy temple. Say it one more time for effect. Habakkuk is in the watchtower. The Lord is in his holy temple. Look at chapter verse 20. It says, the Lord is in his holy temple. Let all the earth keep silent before him. Rebecca, you stay in your tower. You watch what you can watch. But I am the Lord is in his holy temple. Let all the earth keep silent before him. Let me, let me give it to you from the Haines Standard Version. Shut up and let me be God. Shut up and let me be God because I am in the control tower. Are y'all hearing me? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You're in. You, you, you're in. Uh, yeah, you, you're in. You, you're up in the watchtower. All you can do is watch. All you can do is see what's going on and tell somebody what's coming. But I'm in the control tower. Y'all ain't hearing me. Yeah, I, 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 I'm not just watching. I'm not just looking. I'm in a place of control. God is in his holy temple. The Lord is in his holy temple. Shut up and let me be God. And that's enough for somebody right there. That's enough for somebody. You came here, been belly aching all week long, talking about what God ain't doing. God told me to shut up and let me be God. Oh, y'all hear me? Just hush and let me be God. Rebecca is in the watchtower. The Lord is in his holy temple. The heavenly sanctuary from where he rules the earth and the heavens. He's in his holy temple. Let me ask you something. Habakkuk is in the watchtower. The Lord is in his holy temple. Who can see further? Just a question, just a question. Yeah, you're in your watchtower. The Lord is in his holy temple. Who can see? Who can see further? It's almost, almost like Habakkuk just snapped back to his senses. It's almost chapter 3. It looks like he just snapped back to his senses in chapter 3. I've asked a question. You've given me a tough answer that I don't understand, but look at verse 3. He said, but even so, I will rejoice in the Lord. Look, look exactly what he said. He said, I, I accept the fact that we are facing some tough time, but look at, at, at chapter 3 and verse 17. He says, he says, I see that we got some tough times coming. I, I see that because of the sins of your people, I see that trouble is on the way. He says, but because of what I'm hearing from you, listen at him. He says, I'm already ready. Though the fig tree should not blossom, nor fruit be on the vine. Though the produce, uh, yeah, th th there's no production of olive oil and the fields, uh, be, be, uh, even though they don't yield any food and there is no herd in the stall. He says, uh, I can see it. It's going to get bad. I know it's going to get tough. He said, but I made up my mind. Yet will I rejoice. Are y'all hearing me? We got any yet folk up in the house? Yet, when everything is going wrong, ain't nothing going right. Although I see that it looks like everything is working against me, yet, yet will I rejoice in the God of my salvation. Are y'all hearing me? God, the Lord of my strength, 
He will make, he says, he says, I, 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 the reason I'm not worrying about it is because, first of all, all of, he is the God of my strength and he will make my feet like dear feet. I always thought that was a strange statement. I, I always watched that was a strange statement until I, until I got to know what a deer, what, what, what kind of feet deer's got. Say, make my feet like deer. You know why, why it is that people, it's so hard for people to go out, call themselves going hunting deer, and they come back, nothing. <laughs> go out all over the terrain, everywhere, trying to hunt deer, come back. When they, you know why? It's because deer know the terrain. God has fixed their feet so they can go where you can't go. Are y'all hearing me? Yeah, yeah, you think you got him cornered up and God has fixed his feet. Are y'all hearing me? He says, God has fixed my feet like that. No matter what comes my way, I can get, are y'all hearing me? I'm able to get away because God has fixed me so that I can't be boxed in. Here's what you need to take with you. Here's what you need to take with you this morning. God can handle our questions. Just talk to him. Just talk to him. God, God can handle. You don't have to go around anymore feeling cramped up like I, I don't even want to talk to God about. No, God can handle our questions. You may not be able to handle his answers, but he can handle our questions. The next thing you need to take with you this morning is that, 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 that the more you know about the planner, the less you have to worry about the plan. Just said something. Just said something. Yeah. The more you get to know about the planner, the less you got to worry about the plan. Next thing, last thing I want you to carry with you is in these times of evil, we must learn to lean on our faith. The righteous live by faith. Y'all hear me? Where, where will we be? How are we going to live in a time like we're living in right now if we cannot walk by faith? If we can't live by faith right now, when it looks like right is yielding to might, when it looks like anybody can get on the TV and just say anything and do anything and, and, and lie outright, do whatever we want, if we don't walk by faith, we're not going to make it through this time. My brothers and my sisters, it's more than just talking about it. It's more than just coming to church and singing about it. Uh, we've got to learn how in these kinds of times uh, to hold on our faith. Faith uh, that there is a God. That there is a God who rules. I wonder if anybody believes that. Yeah, in, in the time when you hear all kinds of meanness all around you, you've got to believe that there is a God who rules earth and heaven. Now is the time, my brothers and sisters, that we're going to live in this evil day. We've got to realize and we've got to have faith in the fact. I know you heard it when you were a child, but now you've got to believe it, that he's got the whole world in his Hands. Are y'all hearing me? You got to have faith that God is in charge of everything all the time. 
you got to have faith that he can see you. He can even see, yeah, he can see what we can't see. Are y'all hearing me? You got to have faith. In spite of all that's going on that you can't understand, there is a God. There is a God. There is a God who sees further than you can see. This is a simple message today, but it's a message to God's people because I see us getting tensed. I see us. I see us getting emotional, all emotional about what's going on in the world, and God just wants the shepherd to calm you down. And let you know that he sees it all. And he's still in charge of it all. One of the most uncomfortable feelings I've ever had in my life was sitting on a jet. You know, that, that, that makes me nervous anyhow. <laughs> sitting on a jet, waiting to take off. And sitting there, the plane takes off, and I always close my eyes when the plane takes off. And when I opened my eyes, I couldn't see anything. Looked out of the right side, I looked out of the left side. Clouds, couldn't see a thing. And the thing that, that really got to me was when I sat there and started thinking, and the thing that I thought well, was, well, I'm in first class right behind the pilot. And if I can't see, <laughs> are y'all hearing me? I, if I can't see, then now, now all at once my heart is beginning to race because if I can't see, then I wonder how in the world, are y'all hearing me? I was getting a little anxious there. I was getting a little anxious, and, and, and I, 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 my wife could see me tensing up. She could see me getting a little. She says, I, I said, honey, I, I, we can't see. I said, this thing is flying, and can't nobody. She said, honey, he ain't in control. The control tower. Y'all ain't hearing me. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. You need to understand that he doesn't have to see as long as the folk in the control tower can see. Well, are y'all hearing me? They are giving him orders. He's just taking orders from them. He doesn't have to see as long as the control tower can see. Are y'all hearing me? And that's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. You ain't got to see it all. You ain't got to be able to make out everything as long as you're in touch with the control tower. As long as you got your hand in the hand of somebody who can't. Are y'all hearing me? Somebody who can see. Oh, my brothers, I'm glad there is a God. There is a God who rules above with a hand of power and a heart of love. And if I'm right, he'll fight. He'll fight my battle. What we got to learn to do while we're on, we on transportation, yeah, that old bus thing, the old Greyhound bus thing, says, uh, if I'm in his hand, relax and leave the driving to us. Y'all ain't hearing me, brothers and sisters. I'm, I'm trying to calm somebody down. You about to lose your mind worrying about stuff you can't do anything about. Relax. Leave the drive. Y'all hearing me? God always makes a way for his children. Are y'all hearing me? Even when we stray away from him, he never strays away from us. God always takes care of his children. 
And the thing that I love about him is he never breaks a promise. He promised uh, that he would never leave me nor would he forsake me. And I'm here to proclaim this morning, yes, I've seen lightning flashing. And I've heard thunder roll. I've felt sin breakers dashing, trying to conquer my soul. But I heard a voice from heaven telling me, keep on fighting on. Why? Because he promised. Let me help somebody right now. I say he promised never to leave me, never to leave me alone. And he always keeps his promise promised me that he'd give his only son to die in my place he did that promised me that he would die on an old rugged cross uh, yeah, to save me from sin he did that he died on an old rugged cross laid him in a borrowed tomb but just like he promised he got up he got up Sunday morning with all power in his hands unusual message I know but it's for years that are in this house we're getting a little too worked up. We're getting a little too. Where is your faith? Where is your faith in God? People are just scared to death. Just wondering what's about to happen, what's going to happen in Washington, D.C., what's going to happen. Where is your faith in God? We walk by faith and not by sight if you're here today if you're here today and you don't have a savior if you're here today and you have not accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior of your life it's difficult to make it in times like these it's, but it's impossible to make it if you don't have a faith in one who can see what you can't see who can do what you're not able to do. If you're here today unsaved, the word of God is, if thou wilt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. He wants to turn your life around now. If you're unsaved, then about you come. If you're already saved, don't have a church covering, let me invite you today. Let me invite you today. Somebody ought to be moved.